Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to part two of our sit down with the one, the only Lauren Ash. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out. It only aired last Wednesday. If you listen to that first, this will make so much more sense. We talk all about Superstore. I mean, I really do think Superstore for those six years, it was on as one of the best comedies that really has ever been on our TVs. We talk about Superstore. We talk about Super Fun Night, working with Rebel Wilson. We talk about Not Dead Yet. And of course, her music. We're going to talk more about her music now and everything else. Listen to part one and now part two of our sit down with V1. Oh, way to bury the lead, David. We also talk Scandal. She's become obsessed with Vanderpump rules. Talk Housewives. Um, We talk about Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Let's not forget I actually went to that show. So we got a whole bunch of Vanderpump chat coming on soon too. So here is part two of our chat with Miss Lauren Ash. How did you choose Rihanna's umbrella out of all? I mean, it was the song of the summer. I don't remember which summer. I think probably I 10 years ago, wow. probably when I was also doing the Super Fun Night. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know. It, it it just came to me at one point and I was like, I think that's the one. I think that there's like, if you speed it up and you do it like, not crazy fast, but if you speed it up and you do it like pop punk style, I was like, I think there's something here. And honestly... I played it live um, when I played that show at the Peppermint Club recently, and like that was the one where the audience like came to life. Like I was like, no, there's, I was. It was one of those nice moments where I was like, I was right. <laughs> right, you're right. I knew people would like this. I was right. Um, and yeah, a lot of people after that show were like, that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I can't do you wait. like a lot? Like, what do you like any of the other female? powerhouses so to speak of you know like course. a madonna beyonce a britney uh oh all of the above all of the, all of the above all of the above love all of those all of those women um in terms of like what what one i would do do next i'm not 100 percent sure i did throw around the idea of like a pop punk halo by beyonce which i think mm-hmm. could be really cool i mean but i'm not beginning to think that i have the vocal ability to do what she does in that song but um they're all so iconic, you know, and I think that there's like uh, so I mean, also like going back to like Dolly Parton, you know what I mean? There's so many amazing touchstones that are so inspiring and uh, yeah, that I listen to all the time. I love all of them. Should you do a pop punk version of nine to five? 
I think that I, I would be know, so right? I mean, fun. And it's so fun you bring that up because my new show, um, Not Dead Yet, we found out that the stages that we shoot on, 9 to 5, both the film and the TV series shot on those stages. Wow. Which I was like, what amazing history. So then, because I am a psychopath, I uh, I put together like a, a video like on my phone. I would be like, hey guys, um, can you just like humor me for a second? And I basically took the opening credits to the 9 to 5 TV series and I cut in footage of of Hannah Simone Gina Rodriguez and I uh and made it look like not dead yet meets nine to five and it was so fun so it's so funny you bring that up because that song has been like so like a part of my life as of recent now I need to see this Hannah Simone Gina Rodriguez and you in this you know yes and did you Absolutely. have, I mean, were you, I mean, did you figure out who was Dolly Parton, who was Jane Fonda? Who so was, I did I mean, it. This is important. I did it really quick. I, I was literally editing like between takes. And then I was like, you know, by the end of like, by lunch, I had it done. I was like, you guys want to watch this? And they're like, how did you do this in this court? And I was like, I'm one of those people that, <laughs> spoiler alert, if I get an idea and I really like the idea, it's like, I cannot, I obsess about that idea. I have ADHD. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I focus in and hyper focus, which I think in some ways is a wonderful tool to possess. Now, granted, there's also times where it's like four o'clock in the morning and you're like, put the guitar down, go to bed. Um, but certainly that was a moment where I was like, no, I can see it in my head and I have to I have to edit until it's done. I have to like see it through. Wow. I yeah. wouldn't know how to do any of that. So I'm not so sure that that's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, listen, it was all on my phone. It was all just using like iMovie on my phone and different filters. And it turned out really well. It's on my social somewhere. You can find it. Do you think it's, you know, we talked a little bit about this before. Do you think it's, easier having you know success as like an actress and a comedian and being on hit shows and now transitioning into music as well or do you think it's like a hindrance that people are like wait you know you're you know I mean you look at people first of all Miley Cyrus we're not saying Hannah Montana Jared Leto 30 Seconds to Mars even Taylor Momsen I mean for a lot of people out there I'm not sure she was on Gossip Girl guys yes right pretty reckless is no joke yeah so I mean you're doing you know have you been met with that like are you in that pro or is it like you have these followers that you know like you said to get anyone to buy music and that's actually a plus yeah you know it's interesting because I think part of what has held me back over the years was the fear of being like oh another actress wants to be a singer woof like I think that that was my perception that people were going to think that it was like I thought I was like a poser. I don't know. Am I 15 again? Like what, what a poser. Um, but you know what I mean? Like I had a real kind of yeah. concern that I was going to ha- be, be met with kind of eye rolly, like really, this is what. And by the way, when you turn 40, you start to not care about anything that anybody thinks or feels about you. Um, totally. Uh, so I was like, I'm just going to do it. And you know what's what's wild is, is that so far it has been literally the exact opposite. It has been people going like, how cool that she's doing this, how fun that she's doing this. Um, and I've really been very kind of transparent that it's like this has been a dream of mine since I was a kid. And I think people really have... A lot of people, I, I will reach out on socials and say, like, you know, this is so inspiring to me that you're say, saying, like, this is something I've always wanted to do. And now I'm in a position that I can, you know, finance this myself and get to do it. And, like, why why not? Why wouldn't you? What? Why? Because people are going to think whatever they want to think. Um, so it's funny because I really thought, especially other musicians, I was worried about like legit musicians being like, oh, no, we got another one. We got another Leto on our hands. Um, but it really hasn't. I've met so many musicians recently who have been so lovely and supportive and like really want to talk to you about 
your music and what inspires you and your process and all of these things. And so it's been like really beautiful. It's been a really like, I really expected it to at least be mixed. And so far, Knockwood, it has only been positive. Well, I think because it's a real song and it's really good and people listen to it and you're like, oh, wow, it's so catchy. Yeah, it's pretty catchy. I know. Yeah, and no, like, it's it's catchy. Right? And so I think I think that's part of it, too. There were some people that did say, like, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to get. I didn't know what to expect. But it's like, oh, this is actually really fun, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think that helps. And, again, that I credit the amazing musicians that I work with. So... And Jared Leto, I mean, 30 Seconds to Mars. I mean, that was a full-time gig oh, for a minute and I, a half. I mean, still, yeah. he, they just put out a new album, exactly. I believe. Um, and I love that band. I think they're awesome. I've seen them in concert. <laughs> like, I'm a legit fan. Uh, so, yeah, you, you can definitely, I think you can definitely do both. I think it was really that I just had to stop overthinking it and just do it. And, and who can, people can like it or not. But, again, I've been very lucky that overwhelmingly um, the followers that I have uh, have been really enthusiastic and excited yeah I and mean, we also have like jennifer lopez who i know is a freak of nature but she does both quite well guys totally right? totally and i think again you know creative brains often are creative in a multitude of ways you know i know there's also like creative people that are really good visual artists and stuff like that so it it does kind of make sense that somebody who would be adept in one kind of facet of the arts would also be adept at another um and how how wonderful why yeah. not I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes, and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You know, our bi-weekly co-host, Miss Sarah Fraser, always tells me on air that I'm aging in reverse. Those are her words, not mine. You've heard her say them. I don't have that much of an ego. And you know, I actually feel bad because the last time she said that, well, all the time she said that, I never actually explained why. I wish I could thank my mom, say I have great genes, but honestly and truly, it's because of one skin. 
Now, here's the thing. I don't get into the science behind all of this. I just want to look good. But in their labs, skin scientists found that the OS.01 peptide reverses skin's biological age by reducing the number of a certain amount of cells by up to 50%. Now, I don't really need to hear any more. I hear scientists, peptide, and reversing skin's biological age. Sign me up. But here's the thing. It really does work. Their eye topical supplement and their face topical supplement feels like such a high-end product. And they're fragrance-free. So there's no irritation for sensitive skin. Now for a limited time, my listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with my code VELVET. Just go to oneskin.co and insert code VELVET. Again, oneskin.co, insert code VELVET. And you'll get 15% off. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills all in one place. Right now, how many unused subscriptions do you each think you have? You buy a product one time, you watch a TV streaming service for a month. Did you read the fine print? Do you know that you're being charged every month? Do you know that it was a recurring subscription? Did you know that and mean to cancel and yet not cancel? I mean, it happens to me literally almost every other week. And it's not even like that you personally forget about these things. It's that when I do finally remember, the, the, the fine print is so detailed. Like I can't find which page to go to, how to cancel it. I mean, I think they do that on purpose. Rocket Money has cleaned all of this mess up and it saved me a ton of money, mostly with like the TV streaming services, Peacock, Hulu, Netflix. I can keep going. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage all your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. That's rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. Rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. If you could do a duet with anyone, who would it be? <sighs> That's tough. I mean, Dead or Alive, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> that's a good one. Without question. Um, Dolly, for sure. Like, that's up there for me. But then, like, very recent, uh, Youngblood. I'm super... Or, or then, of course, excuse me. I also have to speak, give a shout out to my Prince Harry Styles. That would probably be, you know, the ultimate get, for sure. What? I saw something online. Like, did you dance with Harry Styles or something? Yeah. It's a wonderful story. This is not, this is not oh. said with any shade, honey. No, no. Like, I, so I, long, when I first, again, so I was first here. This was in 2014, so I was new to the city, and I was running with, like, a very kind of famous crowd, which was bizarre and wonderful. Um, so I kind of found myself in some really cool situations. I got to write a memoir. That'll be next. Uh, after after the EP, I'll get on the book. Um, but I was in this kind of VVIP area at a Coldplay concert, and dancing and then I kind of felt someone dancing behind me and I was like oh okay cool and it was just like you know it wasn't it wasn't like grindy or creepy in any way it was just somebody who's like you can feel somebody kind of like vibing behind you and the song finishes and this head kind of comes over my shoulder and is like what's your name and I was like Lauren he was like I like your style and I turn and it's Harry Styles and I was like oh okay and then we proceeded to hard dance together just like fun sweaty like party dance for like two more songs and then I kind of looked over his shoulder and there was a girl like standing with her arms crossed kind of like what I'm, I'm assuming I don't know whether it was a, a friend date or a, otherwise but they did leave shortly after that regardless I, I can't speak to why I don't know um, but I've also looked into it she's happily married with children now so I feel like I can tell this story because I didn't want to tell it for a long time publicly because I was like that could have been a, <laughs> some sort of painful memory for her um, but I think she's doing great but yeah so I went to see Harry Styles obviously when he was here three times no big deal um, I'm a big fan and so the the last time that I went I was in the pit and I held a sign that said, Harry, 
uh, you danced with me at Coldplay in 2014. Let's dance again. And he did read it and give me a peace sign. So that felt like a nice full circle moment. A peace sign. Did you almost steal at that time Harry Styles from his then, I think, girlfriend? I don't know. I, I have done enough research that it says that there's kind of like a lot of people said they were just friends at the time. So who knows? Um, I don't know if there was any stealing, but I, was there a vibe? Yeah, I can't deny it. And I don't think he could either. So there you go. And I'll own it. I'll just own it. How did you fall into a VVIP famous crowd when you first moved here? Well, obviously being on a show with Rebel, she ran in a very famous crowd too. So there was like, you know, lots of fun parties and opportunities and stuff like that just like through her and through people I met through her. And so it just kind of was like I had two summers that were like <laughs> just cuckoo bananas. I mean, we went out on stage at the iHeart Music Awards. Rebel brought Kate and I as our guests. We flew on like a private plane. We go to Vegas. We're backstage. Like Justin Timberlake is like doing the I'm not worthy to Rebel. Like, And then it was like she had planned this whole bit that she was going to do. And at the last minute, the producers were like, no, we want you to do something else. And she's like, well, why don't I bring Lauren and Kate on stage for my new show? We'll do a bit and we'll promote the new show. And we're like, yeah, okay, no problem. And then you get out there and it's like 40,000 people or whatever it was in this giant arena. And that was a wild moment for me where, again, somebody who doesn't typically get nervous, it's impossible not to when you're just exposed to that level of... <sighs> humanity I don't know what you want to call it um so yeah there was a couple years for me that that it was stuff like that over and over again where it was like falling into like well this is my life today and I'm just gonna ride the wave because what a what a wacky life I have somehow managed to carve out for myself yeah if you could act against or next to anyone are there like is there an actor or actresses that you just would love to work with oh my gosh pedro pascal top of list i think he's so talented i think and i've been saying that for years before it was i've been saying that since before it was before trendy. it was okay. okay before it was trendy um, before it was trendy i think michelle williams is one of the best actresses of our generation i think ryan gosling is one of the best actors of our generation um, I was in a movie with him years ago called Lars and the Real Girls, so I guess I've already checked that box off the list. Uh, I was in a very small part. But, um, yeah, you know, and then I, I would have to say, too, like, shows like Yellow Jackets are really exciting to me right now. I would love to be a part of something. So many, like, amazing, talented women. I just think those are so exciting. And that's like appointment viewing for me. Like, I'm, like, setting my alarm to watch the new one, which is... That's like your... Yeah. That's your current binge? That's, well, no, I wasn't binging it. I was like, I'm watching this. I'm watching this like we used to watch TV. What wow. a concept, right? Um, it's so rare. But yeah, Last of Us was the same. I was like, I got to watch this week to week too. And yeah, I think there's some just so many cool, cool things happening uh, in television right now. But I'd love to do something, yeah, with like Melanie Linsky, I think is fantastic. And so many of those those gals. And something that's like more drama based would be cool, I think, too. I think I'm... I'm itching for for a little drama right now. I can see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are busy on Not Dead Yet. Yes. Yeah. You know, another, you know, it's. I read that it was one of ABC's, like, the highest rated debut comedy in, like, four years. I read that. I, don't yeah. know, I assume that's true. It is true. Yes. Wow. So yeah. you just have this track record. I mean, I know the business is not, I'm oversimplifying lots and lots of things, but, you know, you've landed on another hit show yeah I know I mean gosh it's so funny and and yes it, it's I remember when I booked I think it was super fun night and somebody had made a comment about like well it must be nice to be your overnight success and I was like at that point I had been auditioning again for like 15 years I had been you know working my way up doing commercials and 
you know, live comedy for free for years. And so it was like, I, I don't know that I would call it an overnight success. Um, but yeah, I've been really lucky. You know, I've done a lot of really cool things. And, and it's amazing to kind of go from something that was so beloved, like Superstore, especially during the pandemic, became so big and was is so beloved by so many. Uh, you never know what the next one's going to be. Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be anything even close? Is it? And, and I think what's been really amazing for me with Not Dead Yet is it is absolutely wonderful we have the best time another again where i'm like wow i'm really lucked out with amazing people in this cast um but the vibe, the energy is so different it's so fascinating it's like it's hard for me to even compare the two which i know sounds so silly because they're very easily arguably comparable but but they're not it's it's you know i think the energy of having three female leads um one of our male leads is queer you know, the energy is just so lovely. And not that the energy wasn't lovely on Superstore, but it was just different. You know what I mean? That felt very like, you know, high school cafeteria fun. And this feels very like we're all like sitting back knitting and having low voiced conversations about crystals. You know what I mean? Like it's interesting. It's, yeah, it was so wonderful. And so I'm so happy that it, that people have really and people really love the show. And it's really, you know. I'm kind of taking on a life of its own, which is so exciting because I think the show is so great and it's such a different tone from Superstore too, which really appealed to me. When I read that pilot script, I laughed out loud in the beginning and I was crying by the end and I was like, this is what I want to do next. I want to do something that is as heartfelt as it is funny because I that's the stuff that I like watching the most. And our showrunners obviously came from This Is Us, so they know firsthand how to make something that kind of pulls at you, but in a way that doesn't feel kind of saccharine. I think that's what they do very well. And so, yeah, it's just been it's been so fun. And I love getting to play such a different character. Yeah, I've been really lucky. I have no no notes, you, no you, notes you, or complaints. And I mean, Hannah Simone, New Girl, yep. Gina Rodriguez. I mean, hello, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Like, you've got a great cast again. Yeah. And it's really it's just been so it's so fun. And it's so, again, playing a character. And it's funny because some people are like, it's the same character as Dina. And I'm like, I just feel like they're so vastly different for me in my body. They feel so very yeah. different. Um, yes, they're both like powerful women, but I think that's kind of where the comparisons end, or they do for me anyway. I mean, I hold my, I move myself differently. Like it just feels physically so differently to me. I, I don't see the comparison as much. Um, but I mean, listen, I, I wore khaki pants and a polo shirt for six years and now I'm wearing Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana. And I got to tell you, it feels nice. <laughs> I, was gonna, I feel like I earned it. I was going to say, like, how is it? Yes, you did wear khakis and, you know, yep. the shirt was tucked in and we had lots of things going mm -hmm. on. And, you mm -hmm. know, we had name tag. How is it to do the Gucci and the Dolce? And oh. I mean, I'm a big fashion person, so I'm just salivating over the outfits. I love it. Listen, uh, Michelle Cole, who is our costume designer, who is incredibly talented, she was like, you know, I think you're the only actor I've ever worked with who never complains about a fitting. And I was like, I'll never complain about a fitting. Not after <laughs> Now that I get to wear varieties of colors and things and I get to like wear things that are tailored to me, uh, you're never going to hear me complain. Always happy. Always happy to come in. You're for like, sure. wait a second. It's not the same thing two days in a row. You're oh. like, hold on. Oh, absolutely. A lot of changes. A lot of changes. Hopefully we'll see a season. I mean, I know it's greenlit for season yes. two. I mean, I know we don't know what's going on. Yes. With the potential strike. But yes. I hope it all comes back to our TV sometime soon. I hope so too. I hope that we can uh, the WGA and and SAG can can get some great deals so that we can get back to work. 
you might have a very busy second half of 2023 if you do write all these other songs and you do put out an EP. There's going to be gigs. You're going to be going to be running from like the studio to more Peppermint Club gigs. Oh, that's back the hope. and forth all day. That's the hope. I I mean, listen, yeah, it's it's so fun. It's again, I feel alive. I feel alive in a way, and I haven't in a long time. So it's great. I mean, is that because I saw on your Instagram that I think you posted like where you were driving and you saw the billboard or like the thing on the side and it was your, you know, it was you, it was your song. I mean, is this like a, you know, like rebirth, like when you first started your career and first started yourself on TV, is it like, oh my God, that's me or the song is, you know, you're hearing the song, is it like that type of innocence? It really is. And, you know, I think a big part of it, because I've been, you know, I've developed, you know, I've been in development deals. I'm a writer as well. I've, you know, I've written screenplays, which I've shopped around. I've, I've written a lot over the years and, and you know, it's so hard. It's so hard to get something made. It's so hard to like get to the next step. And then you feel like you're getting to the next step and then it kind of all falls apart. So I think a part of the music for me that, that does lend itself to that like true childlike excitement is that I create something that is mine that I wrote and then I make it and then I see it through to an end. And there's something that is so satisfying about being able to create something and it's like I don't have to answer to anybody I don't have to get notes I don't have to I mean I'll obviously collaborate with the other musicians in the room uh, and my producer but it's not like well you gotta make sure it's perfect or it's not gonna happen it was like no I can make this happen I can do every step and I can see it through to the end and it's so satisfying in a way that I think I really needed after you know many years of grinding specifically as a writer um and not seeing not getting there and getting so close so many times and not getting there i really i think for my spirit my and my creative spirit it's been so wonderful and so it does elicit those feelings of like pure childlike joy because i did the thing it was like oh my gosh i wanted to make something and i didn't have to get permission i just did it and i love it and people other people seem to like it too which is even cooler like it's the best Yeah. We're a reality TV podcast here, right? So who is the toughest chef that we can think of? My mind goes to Hell's Kitchen's Gordon Ramsay. I don't know, call me crazy, but like if you're going to think of what pots and pans get past someone like Gordon Ramsay, those are the pots and pans I'd want to use, right? Enter Hexclad. They're actually the pans that Gordon Ramsay uses at home and in his Michelin star restaurants. Hexclad has revolutionized the cookware industry with its patented hybrid cookware. Incredibly durable, combining the performance of stainless steel and the easy to clean of nonstick. I actually just gave my friend Lisa out here in the Hamptons has a brand new house. I actually just gave the 13 piece hex clad set to her as a housewarming gift. She told me it was the best housewarming gift she got. The 13 piece set has everything you would need. Eight inch pan, 12 inch pan, pots. Also, and just really focus on this, Hexclad comes with a lifetime warranty. For a limited time, my listeners get 10% off their entire order with code VELVET at hexclad.com. Just go to H-E-X-C-L-A-D.com and use code VELVET. Your kitchen will truly never be the same. I mean, you think about even 10 years ago. I'm not sure because yeah. we're making all these references 10 years. I'm not sure that, you know, there's a way to put out music now that you weren't able to. Yeah, and you know, now. it's interesting because it really is a different landscape. It's completely different. But what I've learned is, is that, yeah, there's space for a lot now. And you can, you know, I said to to the guys, I was like, I want to, like, let's put out one. Let's see how it does. Let's see, like, is there, and then I was like, oh, like, this is actually doing pretty well. And oh, I got it to the billboard charts for my first, you know, first release in the first week. So, 
Yeah, I think we can keep going. I think maybe we should. I would have kept. And I said to them, I want to keep going either way for me, for whatever. But, you know, in terms of how much I put of my, you know, time and effort and money and all of those things, it's going to I'm going to wait and see. And of course, it was like, no, no, you got to you got to push ahead. You got to keep going. Billboarding now. I mean, I think Rihanna, uh, umbrella cover for second. If the second, I think that's good. I think it's good. I think we have another billboard. I hope so. I hope so. Listen, I just hope that, you know, my dream, of course, is that um, is that I do her proud. That's that's the big thing is that, you know. Because it's an homage, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I think that's the thing about pop punk. Like, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're paying homage to like an amazing song and doing it in a completely different way that is in no way a competition. It's a completely re envisioning of something that only can exist as a cool thing for you because it was so iconic the first time, you know? So, um, so it's very exciting. Now, when this comes out, are you going to, you know, make sure it gets and reaches Rihanna? I mean, I know that's the... That's, I mean, that's the dream, obviously, you know. So we'll see. I mean, the social media is a very powerful thing. And I think, you know, um, it's wild sometimes uh, the ways that you can be connected to people that you didn't necessarily... I did a, you know, I'm a huge fan of Pedro Pascal. And I did an episode of uh, this podcast called Pedro Pascal, which is dedicated to talking about his movies and television shows. And then he did one of those Vanity Fair lie detector tests and they brought this up to him. Do you know that this exists? And he was like, no, but I'll listen to it now. And so, of course, uh, the gals that host the show were going, oh, my gosh, he's heard about the podcast. And so I was tweeting about it. And then he tweets back at me. And I was like, I I mean, I literally went on to all fours like a wild animal and just started like, like, I was like, I can't believe this. And then he was like, he's a huge Superstore fan. But how is that possible? But, you know, like that's again... The internet is such a black hole. There's so much hate. There's so much just true cesspool uh, energy. But there's so much cool stuff that can happen on the internet, too. You know, honestly, like, that's such a fun thing. That, again, you know, we're talking 20 years ago, pre-internet being what it is now, never would have happened. Never. So um, I think it's like never underestimate what what a couple what a couple posts and a couple shares can get you yes it is a cesspool of complete hate but yes, yes there is well i mean you know rihanna she's a huge like housewives fan you know she always yes. reaches out to real housewives when she's so you know she's she's when she wants to dm you she she dms you i love it well, so if you see that you listen, know from bad girl riri and you see that blue check like that's that's, that's the it. real deal 100 percent. well listen our words to her ears you know what i mean let's uh we'll have to follow up down the road and see if we made it happen we manifested it do you watch i mean you said you know you you, you have your guilty pleasures do you watch like reality tv housewives kardashians i mean it's okay if you don't oh i Absolutely do. Uh, the Kardashians is a big one for me. Always has been. Um, 90 Day Fiance, the universe is massive for me. That's probably my biggest. Uh, and then, of course, I had never watched Vanderpump Rules, and I'm a bandwagon jumper, and I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I've gone back to the beginning because I'm like, look, I'm not going to – I'm going to pay my dues. I'll get through it all. Um, but it's it was impossible not to – with the fervor, it was impossible not to get on board with. Are you all caught up now? I mean, no. And, and I do recommend because a lot of people have asked me. I said, I would start at the beginning. Old school, oh, vintage, yeah. Jack, Stassi. Let's start at the beginning. Oh, guys. and look, I am I'm deep into that. I think I'm on season three now. But what I did was I watched – there's a list. There's a great list that I think Peacock put out where it's like the episodes you needed to, to watch to make Scandal make sense for you. Yeah. So I did that. I've watched all of this current season. And now I've gone back and I'm slowly going through. So You can skip seasons 
eight and nine. I've heard that. People have said that quite consistently. Yeah, but yeah. you, season three, I mean, you're one, two, and three. You are in that. You're in the golden years, honey. <laughs> you know what it is for me? I'm not a good liar. And people think, well, you're an actor. And I'm like, acting and lying are two different things. I don't love lying. It makes me feel sick. Ugh, I, like, I, <laughs> I feel like I just... Well, that's a good thing, right? But watching so many of them be so comfortable lying for long periods of time. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, are you, I I, I lose sight. Like, you know, I, was that 1999 or 1998? But is season three, like, have you already gotten to like the Kristen and Jax? Kristen so and Jax has just okay. come out. Yeah, we're so, just right. getting past that. And we're like, this is long term. Like, we've denied this for, I mean. Uh, like a season. Like, yeah. a, like a whatever amount of time that would be. Like, And you're like, this didn't happen. But it actually, it happened, guys. You're like, wait, what? It's wild. It's wild. But it's also interesting, too, because, listen, I understand that, that the current situation is, is extreme. But I was like, but now going back to the beginning, I'm like. I don't know that I would have been shocked, you know, like, yeah. again, like, yes, it is ultimately shocking, whether you like it or not. But the again, the signs were there all along. They There's all of them, all or most of them. They've been, you know, all lying, all cheating, all, uh, I'm not defending uh, Tom Sandoval what's, or, or Rachel at all. But you know what I'm saying. I, I'm not that shocked. Yeah, no, I know exactly I, you know, what it's you're like, saying. Yeah. I am not as shocked as the rest of the world. Yeah. I'm like it happened, and I don't understand why. Like, like J- Jennifer Lopez is talking about it on the View. I'm like, yeah. how is this? I don't. I really. I, to your point, Ariana's I on the cover of Glamour magazine. I know. I was like, wow, that's that's huge. And on the View as well. And right. I mean, this is you know the, not the the View, but the View is major. The View is major. Huge. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know whether it's just the timing of it or, or or what. Why now and why like this? But yeah, I mean, it's... do you want to go eat at Sur? Do you want to track these people down 100%. in the valley? I know. I'm like, oh my god, I live in the valley, and I'm like, they all live in Valley Village, North Hollywood. Like this is these are all my neighbors. Um, listen, I have mutual friends with some of them that that now I'm like, oh wow, I, I mean, I can't say that I want to meet your other friends now because I'm gonna look like such a such a you know, douchebag. But um, yeah, I'm like, I messaged my friend the other day and I was like, when are we going to Sir? It means something to me now. You know what I mean? You, you gotta <laughs> I, do I it. I gotta go. Um, I'm going to Vegas uh, in a little, in a few weeks and I've obviously already booked at the Vanderpump restaurant there, which looks amazing at the at Paris. Uh, so yeah, I'm fully in. I'm like, I also, was... am I going to Schwartz and Sandy's? Like, are, are we're not, are, how mad are we at Tom Schwartz for real? Because I think more and more, maybe we're not. I know for a while there it was like he's complicit, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know. Listen, Schwartz and Sandy's, Franklin Village, it is, it's, I I went, I was like, because Sir's had its moment, like it's a little, but Schwartz and Sandy's, let me tell you, the vibe is there. It's like, everybody says. I'm like, wow. I gotta go. Yeah. No, I I live in Hollywood. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And I was like, I I was impressed. It's not, it's a real place. It's like, wow. Listen, I don't yeah. know that I need to be seeing Tom Sandoval's band, for example, but I absolutely will go. I'll go to the establishment. Well, I mean, I in my defense, it was work related, but I did see Tom Sandoval's band. Tell me everything. How like the? I mean, it looks like it's a nice show, like a fun show. Let me tell you something. So I brought, I saw it in New York. I brought two friends. They went literally like, a we can't believe we're doing. Well, I mean, I'm not forcing you to come with me. So some part of you wants to, like you are protesting too much. Then we get there as we were going in. They were like, if it because. 
ABC News was outside. Nightline. Of course. So Nightline? Right, I mean, come on. Right. I, I didn't realize. I thought it was ABC News. It turns out it was Nightline. So wow. these two friends of mine were like, literally, you will not be alive in the morning if we are on any part of this footage walking in. I'm like, get over it. <laughs> They go kicking and screaming. We we watch the show, and I'm first of all, I'm like, I can't believe they're still here. Like they're lasting till the end because I figured they were going to walk out during. Yeah, it. it ends. We walk outside. I had my own thoughts. I'm sure. like waiting to hear about. They were like, we a that was phenomenal, and b we're like in love with Tom Sandoval. It's two single women. I mean, his shirt comes off. He is. I mean, he is feeling. I mean, the body is there. They were like, we're in love with him, and that was great. Yes. So there's two things going Look, on here. I, I'm a I'm a hot-blooded woman, and I said to my cousin last night, I was like, I'm ashamed to say it, but I've never been more attracted to Tom Sandoval. He's yeah. in some... I don't know what he's doing. Is he working out now, like like post-breakup? Like, this is how he... Is he, is he juicing? I don't know. Whatever right. it is, it's working. And yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's... I mean, I was like, well, I'm in love with him, too. I just thought I was going to get chastised by the two of you. And so the thing is, like, it's all cover songs. So you right. don't think... And then you're like, it's all songs you know. It's literally 80s, 90s, 2000s. You know, like, 98% of the songs. Right. You're like, who wouldn't like this? And I also am a sucker for, like, any, like, I I love a musician. Like, that that has always yeah. been my my jam. And, and, like, him and the sequins and the nail polish and the, yes. the plastic beaded necklaces. I'm just like, oh, stop being, like, a drawing from my high school diary. Like, it's too much. The lightning ball. He has the jacket with the of lightning ball. It's It's... But there is a whole, you know, to your point in your band, there is a big, I think it's like eight people or nine people. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I like counted. Of course, I'm just thinking like, okay, like, is he making, this is where my mind goes. Like, is he making money? How much is this costing? I'm just, I'm trying to figure out all those logistics of it. Yeah. It's a big I mean, band. That's a big band. And I would say pre-Scandival, I don't know. But now I'm wondering if he's able to. Well, up up the the charge of admission for himself. well that that's the thing it's like there was this whole thing online where the tickets weren't selling and I think the first two or three shows they weren't because of scandal but a the New York City show I went thinking it wasn't good I'm like what a lovely night out I'm just gonna chill and <laughs> like low key yeah like who's gonna be here because they were saying online no one's going so I'm like there'll be twenty people we'll chill we'll do this we'll do that I mean I also had a moment backstage with him before because of this podcast and you know then. I think he was scared to death to anything to say. I'm like, listen, it's all it's whatever you're gonna say, you're gonna say, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm not really a hater, but it all worked out. But he was like, yeah, I hope this passes because I was like, it'll pass, man. Just chill out. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was packed, packed, and I'm like, oh god, why is every? And then since then, I've seen it's on packed online. So I think it's picked up momentum where people are like, this is great. Yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah. Now yeah. I'm starting to feel like I'm going back on my words. Like, uh, you know, just if you see me there, you know, just don't make a big deal out of it, guys. Don't don't come for me. Don't you, come for me. Well, I mean, you know, you maybe he can be an opening act for you. Oh you my know, gosh, for come your for your next show. <laughs> oh my god. Any other anything else you want to talk about? I mean, this song is so great. Really, I'm not just saying Thank that because you. I'm not just kissing your ass because you're standing in front of me. It's a very catchy, fun song. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Listen, the only other thing I have to talk about is my podcast, True Crime and Cocktails, which is like a juggernaut that continues to to grow and has been such an amazing, fun experience to get to do with my cousin, Christy Oxborough. And yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I don't do well with idle time, I've learned. And, and uh, what I've also learned is I think I was one of the few people that, like, burned out in the pandemic. Like, I started so many things that then I, I needed, like, a break 
from the pandemic. I needed to take another pandemic, just personally. I, um, I get that. But yeah, it's been like, that's been such a fun, wild ride that neither of us thought was going to be what it is. And so it keeps us keeps us busy. Were you, like, I know you just covered, like, Jazen Maxwell and, mm-hmm. like, the Murdoch case. Yep. Were you, like, are you, like, you're just, you're a huge true crime fan? Yeah, I'm big. Like I take it. Dateline is on in my house most of the time. Like I like to have Dateline just as like daytime my daytime soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like going around doing things in the house. Dateline is always on. Um, but we both, she and I both, uh, were cousins, so we didn't grow up in the same house, and so we didn't know this until recently in the past couple of years. But we were both obsessed with unsolved mysteries as little kids, and like it scared just the shit out of us so hard. We were too young to be watching it. Like why? I don't know. I think I was like stealing away. To like when I would go to my grandparents' house and they had a TV in their bedroom and so I would go up there and watch it. I don't think anybody knew what I was watching. It was like six or seven, like too young, too young for this. Yeah. Um, but that's what starts you when you get in. When you get in young, when you get the gateway drug, when you're a child, then it just breeds into a life of learning about serial killers and you know all of the above. So. And you guys go deep too because I mean, I, I listened to some of your episodes. I mean. I always feel bad when I have a guest and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that went an hour and 10 minutes. You guys are, and I, I don't mind this. I I tend to, I that's why I love podcasts, the longer form, like this, right? Like this yeah, is a great chat. Totally. I like it, but you guys go deep. I'm like, oh my gosh, two two hours. Like you guys really cover it all. And I don't mean that. I mean that in a group, the best way possible. Yeah. When we first started, they were much shorter. um, And we were like, there's no way we could ever go above 90 minutes. And then, of course, it's like, I think our longest one was like three hours and two minutes, which is obscene and ridiculous. But it's, yeah, it's, Christy really set the bar because she, when she first started researching found so much stuff that was not in the documentaries that we were watching that it really set the bar high. So then when I would come in and research, uh, which I still do uh, every like five or six, I'll do one. um, I just felt this like burden of, well, I have to live up to what she's bringing. And so consequently, the episodes have just gotten for a while, got longer and longer. Now we sit around two hours, two two hours, 15 is usually kind of where we're at, which I think is more than enough. But the listeners love it. Like the feedback that we've always gotten is that they want more, the longer, the better. Um, You know, people like, you know, commuters love it. People like to pick away at an episode over the course of a few sittings over the course of a week. So yeah, we, 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 you spoke and we listened, uh, dear listeners, and that's just what it is. Are there any specific true crimes that you would like that are on your radar? Um, what do we have coming up? We've got a lot of things coming up. I'm actually working on right now, I'm really excited about, which is not necessarily true crime. It's true crime adjacent. My favorite show of all time is The X Files. And so I decided to curate an episode, uh, talking about a handful of the episodes and the real life stories that inspired them. So I'm really excited about that. It's gonna be That's exciting. It's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. Do you get into like the other like Dahmer, like the American horror stories? Like all do you go with that route? We haven't done Dahmer crime. yet. We've talked about doing Dahmer for sure. I did Gacy a, a while ago, and that one that was one of the weeks that I was like in the research for too long and then was like, I need to just take a few days. I'm not yeah. this is uh too dark. Uh way too dark. So that's that's the tough thing is that uh, I think as a casual consumer of true crime, I was like very invested. But when you start researching it, it can become it's tough. It's not like yeah. it's not necessarily a fun thing to sit in for long periods of time. And I mean, I don't know where you find the time to fit this in with the music because your podcast has it's a real thing. It's not yeah. like it's a big podcast. Yeah. 
it takes a long time to research things. Yes. Even if you yes. got it down, like I've got mine down to a, you know, compared to where yes. I was four years ago, we do things like one, you know, you get better at the job as you go along. Totally. But you still got to research. Yeah. So she does the bulk of it. And, and when I was shooting sense. Not Dead Yet, for example, she, I couldn't do any during that time. I just didn't, there yeah. was just not physical hours, you know. Um, but now that I have some downtime, uh, I've come back into it. So yeah, I mean, it's, I don't ever really Stop. I think that that's a big part of it. <laughs> and that's, a, I mean, honestly, when you were talking about music and putting it out, I th- that's the same thing as a podcast. Like, that's why I love this. It's yeah. like you have an yeah. idea, you executive produce it, you put it out. And, you know, other than, you know, getting bands on Apple, which is almost impossible, you really have to go there. Yeah. There's no stopping. You yeah. Know? Like, you put out the content you want. So you see totally. it and then the world likes it. Exactly. Well, I really appreciate you coming into the studio. Yes. You know, thank you for doing this. Your music is great. Where can everyone follow you, find you, buy this music, download it, listen, come out to your shows, tell us yes. everything. Yes. Plug well, in- away. Absolutely. Instagram is the big place to follow me, at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. TikTok also, there's fun content over there, also at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. Um, the podcast is True Crime and Cocktails, and you can learn anything you need to know about uh, my music at laurenash.band. I love it. If I'm in town for your next show, I will be there. It's in July. I will absolutely make sure you get the invite. Please do, because the song is great. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here. Oh, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.